Hello and welcome to the Marketing Muscle Podcast. I'm Vicki Morris, your host, and I am a marketing and branding strategist. One of my driving forces is a desire to help business owners develop their marketing and messaging strategy. I have clients all over the country in a wide array of industries, but one thing remains true for each of my clients. They all have a drive and a desire to create beautiful marketing and messaging content to promote their offer to the people and organizations they most want to work with. For years, I've built websites, designed graphics, created digital magazines, and developed detailed marketing and branding strategies for my clients. As I got better and better at my craft, and as my team continued to grow, there was one question that clients continued to ask over and over and over again. The question was, how did you do that? How did you work your magic on my business? How did you create the perfect logo for my company? Or how did you get more people to open my emails? And even got this question, how did you come up with that event promotion for my flyer design? And how did you build a website that actually funnels traffic to my business? All these questions got me thinking. I can teach business owners how to do what I do. So here we go. I'm holding nothing back. I'm teaching you everything I know. I'm going to give away the secret sauce, so to speak, because I believe there's value in sharing. It's a win-win. Why? Because I discovered I really love teaching people how to understand their marketing and the science or psychology behind a well-crafted marketing and branding strategy. So I decided to take my business in a whole new direction. I want to share what I know with every business owner who wants to learn. I'm creating content to help business owners fully understand their company's marketing and branding needs and create the content that helps them reach their goals. This podcast is one of the ways I'm sharing my knowledge with you. So if you're ready, let's get ready to go. Today's episode is brought to you by the new arm of my company. The new arm is face-to-face marketing digital solutions. We are providing you a brand new, highly efficient way to do your website. We've got new tools, new strategies, even better optics and analytics for you in your website and we can do it smarter faster and more economical want to learn more about face-to-face marketing digital solutions check out the show notes and we'll tell you all about it but now let's get into our podcast for today Welcome back to the Marketing Muscle Podcast with me, your host, Vicki Morris. And today we are rounding out our short series on the buying process. We have talked about uh, the first four steps that clients typically take along their buying journey. And let's review them really quickly before we dive into today's topic. 
So first, we need to help our clients, our potential clients, the people we most want to work with, identify a problem that they have that we can solve. We need to help them recognize that there is a problem. So put simply, before a purchase can ever take place, the customer has to have a reason to want or need the service or product that we provide. Number two, information information search. This is the next component in our formula, and this is where we are providing lots of content to help our audience be smarter about what we offer and how we can help. Step number three, evaluating the alternatives. This is where you as the business owner are talking about all the things that make you shine above and beyond the competition. There are several companies in the area that are doing the exact same thing that you're doing in a general sense, but everybody has one unique aspect of their business. This is the time where you highlight the unique aspect of your business and making sure that this is about the value that you are providing. It is not based on, I'm the lowest price. That is not the client that you want, the client that is looking for the lowest priced offer. You want someone who is looking for the best value for the price they are going to pay. Uh, Number four, we talked about the purchase decision, making sure we're circling back and helping them understand that we are the best person to fulfill that need for them. So let's carry on with number five. We are ready to talk about the actual purchase. They have decided that we are the one. We are the marketing company. We are the landscaper, the interior designer, the hair care company. Fill in the blank, whatever it is that you do, your client has decided that you are the one that they're gonna go with. I'm pausing here for emphasis. I want you to really, really take the time to go through your own purchase process, the process of purchasing a product or service on your website, in your store, using your POS system. Make sure you know exactly what the customer is going to experience as they are making the purchase. If there are hinks in the system, find them out yourself. Get some people to test it out. Make sure that you are capturing the information accurately that you need to capture and that you are giving the information that the customer will need to receive. You know, it is a very nice thing to get a detailed itemized receipt of what I have purchased, especially if I'm making an electronic purchase. Uh, Make sure your system is set up to do that. Make sure that you can, um, that people can specify a quantity. Make sure that there's an accurate description of what they are receiving uh, when they make that purchase. For service-based industries, 
Um, you may want to make sure you have a contract that is associated with that purchase, that it's signed, that it's easy to sign, that there's a clear process for that to happen, and that you're giving people copies of information that you are gathering. So if you have a client to sign a contract as a part of doing business with you, they e-sign it, you e-sign it, they have access to that information. If there is... Um, uh, several items that they're purchasing at a time, make sure that they can see what they are purchasing. And it's a really good idea to have a two-step checkout process where people can see what's in their cart and it's itemized. And then they have to click a second button to confirm their purchase. They can review their order before they say yes to the purchase. Make sure all of those are in place and make sure that they're having a pleasant experience. Now, you as a business owner also want to make sure you're capturing some information, if at all possible. You, at a minimum, want to have their first name and an email address because you want to be able to follow up with them. And that's going to be our next step. But before we get to that, there are a few more things we want to talk about in that purchase. If it is a tangible item that they're going to receive in the mail, make sure that the packaging is nice, that it is appropriately uh, nice based on the uh, cost of the item. If you are uh, sending an item that costs, you know, over $50, let's spend a little bit of money on that packaging so that the experience that your customer has when they receive that package is equally as pleasant as all the other steps along the buying process. Spend the time and money to print out labels. Don't send anything with handwritten addresses on there. It just doesn't look professional. Make sure that every aspect, every touch that you have with that client along this purchasing process is a happy and enthusiastic experience that they feel that they are being take, well taken care of every step of the way along that purchase process. So just these are small things that you should be doing to make sure that there are no problems. Run through your POS system. Make sure you know what it's going to ask, when it's going to ask. If there is a problem, make sure you are aware of where the potential problems are in the system. Correct them if possible, but make sure you or your team or your staff or whoever may be interacting with the clients are uh, up to date on what to do if there is a problem with the purchase along that process. You may also want to be able to have a backup system. So if the electronic process does not work, um, let's say you're in a brick and mortar store, make sure you have the tools you need to do a cash transaction if need be. Think through all the scenarios of what could go wrong or what could hamper that experience or make it not all that it should be and have a plan B or a solution for those potential pitfalls. That's just good planning. Those are things that everybody needs to do no matter what type of business they are doing. All right, step six, the final piece of the formula, the post-purchase evaluation and follow-up. So. 
after someone has made a purchase with you quickly after they have made that purchase and had uh, maybe a day or so to absorb that uh, product or service that you have been doing, ask them for a review. You send the link, it can be a Google link for a Google review or Amazon or Facebook or what have you, find the link that you can send and ask them to give you a five-star review if they are satisfied with the service they received from you. Yes, it is okay to ask for the review. Ask for a referral. Ask them if they know other people that would be interested in the service or product that you provided. Now, we talked about in the purchase process, you're capturing their name and email address. You want to make sure you have this information so that you can follow up with them. The best source of customers to enter into a sales cycle is previous customers. People who have worked with you before, they're the best group of people to reach out to again. Um, let's say you are a social media manager. Um, like I am, uh, maybe you want to reach back out to someone who you have done a logo for and say, Hey, one of, we glad we had a chance to do a logo for you. This is some of the other services that we can offer. We can put that logo that we designed on your social media and help you with, you know, this, 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 and that. Make sure you have a re-entry point into your sales funnel, your sales cycle for previous clients. People like doing business with people they know and trust. And if you've done your job well, you have created credibility with this client. And this is a perfect person to go back and ask them to re-enter a sales cycle with additional products or services or even more of the same of what they've uh, had before but you want to continually be nurturing this audience. Maybe you have a service or a product that's only needed to um, happen maybe once every two or three years. Well, you set up a system so that you can revisit them every two or three years or so and get make sure that you are top of mind. You have an email list. You should have an email list. You should be sending emails to people or communicating in some form or fashion on a regular basis so that you stay top of mind in your ideal client communities, minds and thought processes as they are experiencing different things that they're going to need for themselves, for their livelihood, for the households, for their business. So these are a few things that I have found helpful along the path of walking clients through a buying process. Remember, there's nothing completely random about making a purchase. Remember that as business owners and marketers who may be listening to this, you can guide your customers through the buying process. And ultimately you are helping them achieve a goal uh, helping them achieve a destination of where they want to be, but they don't know how to get there. So this is your job as a business owner. You identify your clients that you most want to work with, figure out what it is that they're struggling with. What problem are they encountering? What destination are they wanting to achieve, but they don't know how to get there. You're setting yourself up as a guide to help them achieve their goals, whatever their goals may be. This is a part of your job to help them figure out what those goals are at some times. 
Sometimes they already know what their goals are, but you are helping them get from where they are to where they where they want to be. The more simple you can make that process, the better it is for you. The more you can educate your ideal client audience about that decision, about that path, about that journey, the better it is for you as a business owner because you are creating credibility and helping them learn to become more and more reliant on you as a source of information. People will make a buying decision on emotion, but you don't jump from a need straight to emotion. You've got to have that inter interplay where information and education take place. And at that point of information and education, you are building credibility. And once they are comfortable with you and your expertise and your style and your business and the quality of the service product or offer that you are providing, then they will make that decision. Because when you've built that credibility, they feel comfortable with you. They feel at ease with you. They feel confident in your expertise. They are confident in leaving their issues, their problems in your hands, knowing that you are going to be the answer to the problems that they have identified. Set yourself up correctly, understand the buying process, and I promise you, you will see definite increases in your conversions and in your sales. So that wraps up our series on the buying process. Thanks for joining me for this series. We have several other series in our podcast, great content, great information, and some great interviews with some other business providers and service providers that can be very helpful along your growth path for your small business. And until next time, my name is Vicki Morris. I'm your host for the Marketing Muscle Podcast. We will join you again next time. Bye-bye, my friends. Be sure to check out the show notes for ways to connect with me, join our email list, and interact on our Facebook group, Marketing Backed by Data. Don't forget to follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. That's all for this episode of the Marketing Muscle Podcast with me, your host, Vicki Morris. We'll talk soon, my friends.